If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rain 20's podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Oh, it's Tuesday? Yeah. Today. I really have no idea what the heck is going on. <laughs> what, what day it is, what time it is, where you're living. Like, truly not at all. <laughs> truly not at all. Hi, bud. Hi, Jill. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast back. It's so nice to see you. I can't wait to be back in the studio. Like I'm always, I always love to record our shows, but like it's, it's harder on the go. Like I love like to be in my studio with like my normal equipment. Like I'm looking forward to getting back to that today. Super soon. Also time is just to me non-existent like I I don't understand like you know how usually you could feel like oh like two weeks like that feels really far that feels really close and like at different points in your life it will feel yeah. one or the other I have like I can like not register at all whether like three weeks feels far away or close Do you know what I mean? yeah like you have no you, it's not neither here nor there but like not in a good way yeah yeah a hundred percent I don't love that (laughs) I love it I don't love it but we can get into like more things about that in the later part of the episode but first I think we should start it off with Brenda has to do the announcement today it's time for I can't do it like that I just you know like when when we used to be singers like you're still an actor but we used to be singers like you know that feeling when like there would be like a no and you knew you would crack like I'm actually thinking in my brain right now like I just felt that in my bones where it's like my whole voice is gonna crack if I do that so it's time for our favorite segment pride and pickle oh that's so underwhelming I know but the other one is not for me no she's scared I'm not I just don't I don't want to okay <laughs> wow boundaries <laughs> boundaries I love that Um, I respect your boundaries wow an example of it all you guys um okay so my um my pride is that I really feel in such a good place with everything related to wedding planning and 
the reason I'm sharing it is because I really didn't feel that way a couple of weeks ago. Like I shared it with you guys. It's not that I needed to be, but I was like, I'm on these apps that are telling me you've completed zero tasks <laughs> and like, it wasn't the best feeling. Um, so anyway, I just feel like I'm in like a really good groove and I'm proud of that because I know that it can be like a, I don't know, it could feel stressful or overwhelming or anything like that, but I really am, am having a lot of fun and it makes me excited for, this is not to say that anybody has to at all include me throughout their process, but like, it makes me excited to like also be able to share and be helpful to like other ones of our friends. Cause I feel like there are certain things and seasons and phases that like we only really learned through experience and I had zero experience, but now having some, it makes me feel excited to like be a good resource to people that mm. I love. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, And then my pickle, my pickle is that me and Julia kind of talk about this every so often when we have certain like mentorship calls and whatnot um, about like this sense of feeling annoying when start sharing certain things, which feels so backwards. Cause like our entire yeah. show is about being vulnerable and honest and like all that stuff. But I think it's a very real tangible feeling of like, does anybody care? Or like, mm. are people going to take this the wrong way? Mm. And it doesn't mean that we're not going to share it anyway, but I've definitely been feeling that in terms of like, whether it is, you put, you guys are probably like, really? Cause you've been sharing it anyway. Yeah. Intentionally. Um, like whether it's about my relationship or about wedding planning or stuff like that there's so much like that's on my heart to share but I feel so much initial resistance because I'm like mm. is this helping anyone does anybody actually care or like is it okay to just share things with still the intention of wanting to help even if someone's not like all oh, this was so impactful you know yeah I do know I have no desire to share anything that's okay like ever like yeah. none like I posted on my story today, like of a concert I went to last night and like the snow outside mm -hmm. and, it, and I, I only did it cause I felt like I had to. Mm -hmm. And I, and even though I didn't have to, like no one cares yeah. about like the concert or the snow. Like I just felt like, oh, I literally like haven't posted anything personal on my stories in so long. Like maybe I should post something personal. And I don't know, I guess I'm just in like, and I think it ebbs and flows. I'm just in a phase where I like, like feel very detached from social media, have mm -hmm. no desire to share, to scroll, like nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just, yeah, I just, that's like the way I'm, or it's funny how our relationships to it can like, you know, change or like mm -hmm. ebb and flow. Um. And you have been sharing a lot, which I love. And I know you've been doing a lot of it very intentionally because you're trying to like grow that relationship. Yeah. Whereas like right now I feel like no want to like grow that relationship. Yeah, I get that. And honestly, I feel that in a weird way about like, so I know it's not actually this way, but for some reason it feels this way. Like because I have multiple accounts, like between our podcast account and account where it's like super personal and sharing a lot of like my... um. Well, not super personal, where it's just like, I think I wanted to separate my accounts where I get super personal versus an account where I just like kind of have like memorable pictures or moments. Um, I don't really, I don't actually know why it just felt right in, in the moment in time. But I feel that way in terms of posting something personal about my like normal account where I'm like, I wonder if people think I fell off the face of the earth. Cause like, I know you never post on that account. Yeah. I really don't. And I, I, I don't know what it is. Like, I think I'm just like, okay, for people that want to like get vulnerable and deep, like I'll do that here in this place. And then otherwise I still just want 
I kind of, it's not really a photo album, but like it kind of feels yeah, like no, a, it does feel like that. That's like, literally the only reason why I like ever really post on Instagram. It's yeah. like so I can rem- save a memory, really. Like yes, yes, that's such a good way to put it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I definitely look, it's like easy to look back on and be like, oh, look at all like my amazing memories. All these yeah. and they all are, are all highlights. Like everything that's Absolutely. on my on my feed on my personal Instagram is all like highlights because it's for me it's like photo out like like you said it's like a digital photo album Um, but I also like I I agree with you in that I feel so a deep want to be vulnerable and open and share on this medium Mm -hmm. a deep want um and to you know get guests that will provide value and share our you know and delve into our purpose and share our mission I feel very inclined to do that and I just don't feel inclined on um the other type of platforms because I mean they are different like they're also just like completely different yeah I get that I think it's also like the amount of like I love that we can I guess explain a little bit more on here because it's so much more like stream of consciousness where as I I feel like when it comes to a post even though after you essentially upload our episodes like they're there (laughs) so we can't really go back and change them unless I don't know you delete something and edit and whatever it's a whole process but it feels like our words or things that we say or stuff like that I don't know they just for some reason feel it's not even more permanent because like stories and stuff do fade but they just feel like a little harder. Like I feel that way in the sense of, I think it also has to do with audience, which is interesting that I feel more resistance towards, it's not even sharing the vulnerable stuff because it's vulnerable. Like I don't mind, like if I were to share something vulnerable from my other page or from our podcast page on my personal Instagram, I would totally do that. But I think to me, it's like the audience that I don't think cares. Like to me, people who follow an account where I'm like known for being vulnerable, I'm like, oh, they're interested. Whereas- I almost feel weird doing it on my personal account because I'm like, oh, this is people from like college and like other areas of life that probably don't give a shit or they'd be following my other account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's weird. Um, But I get you. What about yeah. you? I also just think like, I don't, I don't want to give my time to it right now. Like that, yeah. part of it too. It's like, that does take energy and effort and time. And like, also like it, it could be very little, but I'm like, I don't want to give up like my, we run out. I was just talking about what you give your time to, like before we started recording the show, and I feel very sensitive to that right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna bring that up too in terms of what we were talking about before, where I feel like our time in general. Like Chris was saying to me the other day, he's like, "Your time is so valuable. Don't undervalue it." And it's funny because I think that it's like a weird thing in our 20s especially where we're in this like weird in between especially in our later half of our 20s where like we've got some experience but I think sometimes people look at us with like oh but you're only in your 20s mm-hmm. I personally struggle with that a lot like I feel like really for you to do like you have a lot of experience in your field at this point um of d- all different like little areas right but it's almost this weird I don't know if it's imposter syndrome or what it is where it's I don't know it just feels different so I think it's sometimes it's hard to like see your time as valuable even if like you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so anyway in terms of wasting time I think we both struggle with that especially more than ever now because whether it is we're striving towards a goal that's really meaningful or we're really not getting rid of friendships but like really coming to terms with like who are the people that we give this type of time to um it's challenging it really is and I find that too I feel like protective of 
what I give my attention to. And at the same time, sometimes I'm trying to like not get into the line of like being resentful towards certain things because there are some things we have to give our time to or maybe we don't have an option right now, but we will in the future. Mm-hmm. So it's just uncomfortable. Yeah, totally. Um, That kind of feeds into my pride though. On the opposite end of it is that I, my pride is that I feel like I have, I'm so grateful. I just died. Oh my God. My pride is I'm not dead. Um, gosh, I feel so grateful to have really so many beautiful relationships in my life. Like I have so many amazing friends, almost too many, but like, I really am so grateful that like, I just, I'm very, very proud and thankful for the relationships that I have and Mm -hmm. like they're so fulfilling in so many ways and I've gotten to spend time with people like over the past couple weeks that I don't always have the access to Mm -hmm. um, in terms of literally being face to face and it's just been beautiful and it also reminds me of like all of the beautiful relationships that I have back home as well and how much I value those because I'm missing those relationships like getting to be here and be with the, the people here that I love and valuing that and also at the same time missing the people that I have back home like it it just made me makes me feel very lucky um and very grateful um but also does put in perspective of what we were just talking about of that because I have so many of those beautiful relationships and I really want to like give a lot of like time and energy to those it makes me way more hesitant to spend time with people or things that don't feel as good as those because I have such like high examples yeah of, like amazing relationships that anything that kind of doesn't like ma- meet that standard I'm in a phase of being like I don't want it yeah yeah I get that and I think that can be really hard to an extent um maybe for people on the receiving end of that or maybe they don't even know they're on the receiving end of it um but I think that's one of those things that especially now we're both coming into a little bit extra than we were before of like I think we used to sacrifice way more time for things like that that either we didn't feel were like it feels harsh to say not worthy of our time but maybe just like genuinely just not what we wanted like very I don't I don't want that (laughs) um and I think now being in a place where it's like being a little bit more selective I think people on the receiving end of something like that can have a difficult time because it seems like you're changing or it seems like things are changing and they are Mm. but that doesn't make it easy for those around you yeah and it's just really true of like that you are who you spend your time with you are and that includes like what you what you're taking in like what you're listening to what you're reading like it really does make such an effect on your life um and I'm again sensitive to that now yeah yeah it's interesting to like observe the things that start to kind of matter more or change and I really do think all of it especially for us and the types of people that we are and how much we give or want to give or like consider things like that I think it's a very big growth thing (laughs) it's a big growth thing it's a big growth thing yeah no I agree and I think it's you know only going to get probably more intense like I don't know if that's the right word but like I think you know you hear it as you get old like that's what people always tell you that like you kind of like let go of a lot of relationships and like you just make like your really important relationships like deeper and stronger um 
because that is a part of just like growing up of like letting go of the things that no longer serve you because our time becomes more and more sparse, like as we take on more responsibility. And, um, and I just definitely like feel that happening, but I think that there is, are some growing pains in that. Like, I feel like when people talk to you about that, like older people, they make it seem like, well, this is just kind of a thing that happens. And it's kind of like, not really a thing that just happens. It's kind of like an active, it, a lot of times it's an active choice. Sometimes things just fizzle, but I yeah. think a lot of times it's act, it's an active choice and that's not always really easy. No, not at all. I think growing pains in general, we could do like a whole episode on different ways in which we feel that because it really is a... I definitely like I felt it a lot especially when it came to moving out which was weird because I think that the word growing pains only sounds painful when like really there's so much to it like there's like a little bit of grief there's a lot of excitement um like you can be more excited than you are grieving something or having a hard time with something but it's just called growing pain so it's confusing um <laughs> but I think that comes a lot with like relationships that shift like a lot of times it's really hard if someone's on the receiving end or maybe you're shifting something whether it just fizzles or it's intentional it can be like hurtful <laughs> to someone yeah. else um, if things just suddenly shift. And I feel like it's also interesting to observe that as it's happening. Cause I think sometimes it's like certain relationships where you look back and you're like, oh shit, like we were so close at this point or like, wow, that really changed. But I think that when you observe it literally as it's happening, it's very like trippy because mm -hmm. you kind of have the ability to shift it in that moment, but you might not want to. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that's interesting what you said about growing pains. Like, I think we do a lot of times focus on the pain of it, but not on like what is on the other side of the growth. Yeah. And like there, I think if, if, and I'm saying this for me, like if I could try to focus on like what the benefits of the growth are, the growing pains are rather than like the pain part of it, that yeah. that's probably a healthy perspective shift. Um, and also true, like, you, like, you would only be making that choice because you think that there is something better on the other side. And um, putting the focus towards that rather than maybe like guilt or shame or whatever those yeah. emotions that we usually tend to, to, to alter to are. Yeah. And I think it's cool that something I've been seeing much more in both of us is like, we seem to be taking more aligned action or at least make our way to it much more and like more naturally without thinking about it like our default I feel like has become to take aligned action and then it's like either the after the fact or after you've considered to make that choice it's like shoot I'm just gonna affect someone else like I I love that it seems like whether it is you know protecting your time or whether it is I don't know the people you surround yourself with whatever it might be like it's coming from a place of wanting to have the best life and headspace and everything for ourselves first, yeah. which I think is super different from the energy we used to operate out of. Totally. And that kind of feeds into my pickle in that I totally agree with you in that I feel that way a hundred percent. Like I feel like way more aligned. I feel like I'm making choices over and over that are more aligned with me. I feel like I'm getting closer and closer towards my goals. And at the same time, my anxiety is like worse than ever before. Um, which is frustrating because it's like you're doing all this work to like grow in these ways, which I have and I'm very proud of. But at the same time, like I am really struggling with this anxiety and it's just frustrating because it feels like I can't like reap the fruits of my labor yeah. because this is like present. 
even though, yes, like I can reap those fruits in my labor and I'm trying to shift my focus on that and like let the two things kind of like live synonymously without letting the anxiety like take over all the good stuff, which is like the easier kind of mindset to default to of like, well, yeah, there's all this good stuff, but doesn't matter like because of all this anxiety like takes on, takes over yeah. all that. Whereas I'm trying to just like, like be proud of all those things and like be excited and be present for all the things and like, like alongside the anxiety for now as I work through it. Um, But it's frustrating because it's like everything is so good in so many ways and I've grown so much in so many ways and I want to just be able to like fully enjoy that. And I'm at this time, I'm not able to. Yeah. Yeah. That's really frustrating. It is. And I think that I'm, I'm really glad though, that you're able to like acknowledge both, because I think that there would be previous seasons where it would feel like it took over entirely, even if it takes over in moments. Cause I, I think there's like a level to that, that sure. it becomes overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and also love- sometimes it goes away. Like if I'm really engaged in something, like I, I am able to be present, but like a lot of the times they're existing. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like there's like similar patterns to the way it's been in the past or it feels like a totally different wave of it um I feel like it's new it's a it's a new thing I feel like I've overcome like certain kind of like triggers for anxiety in the past and now I have like a new new ones Mm -hmm. um so they're just gonna take working through like others have in the past yeah um but I'm sure anyone with any kind of like mental health thing going on, like, you know, the feeling of like, you just don't want to feel this way anymore. And you just want to be able to enjoy your life, especially like when you can acknowledge that your life is so fucking good. Yeah. Um, and then, and, and especially when you're doing the work too, like, I feel like in a lot of ways I'm doing the work, there might be more work to be done, yeah. but um, it's just frustrating. Yeah. And I think also like there can be different levels of frustration depending on if something is like repeating or whether it feels like it's brand new and like newly created. Like I think there's frustration on both levels because I know that's something that I struggle with um, or have struggled with and I'm in a better place with now, but has been like for things that I have struggled with for a while and like maybe they resurface or like mm-hmm. whatever, that's a different level of frustration because it's like, yeah. why have I not like mastered this yet? That sensation. And yeah. then when it's something totally brand new, it's like, fuck, it feels like you're at the bottom of this like mountain yeah. <laughs> and you have so far to go. And there's yes. been so many other things that you've overcome. And I think it's easy to get into the mindset of like, well, I was able to solve this other anxiety in this way like shouldn't I just be able to do it like that in for this situation and I think that like yes you you could but just like having patience and grace with yourself of like these new types of anxieties are gonna take they might take some a different approach like it depending on what it is so I think that that's multi-layered yeah and I'm really trying to not just put a band-aid on things and actually do healing through things mm-hmm. because I think a lot of the times I'll default to well okay if I could just do this or just change the situation or get, just get to this point like mm-hmm. then this feeling will go away and sometimes yeah. it does momentarily but that's a band-aid that's not actually fixing the real problem mm-hmm. and so I'm trying to be very aware of not letting myself use that kind of language of like okay well if I just do this then I won't feel this way anymore because like no that's a temporary fix like because something else will trigger it to come back again or another situation so like you have I have to not use that language myself because I really need to actually heal it instead of just Mm 
temporarily doing something that's going to shut it up for a little while. Yeah, definitely. And I, it's funny that you use this type of example, because I think that that takes a lot of being unbelievably radically honest with yourself. And that's not an easy thing to do. Um, And I think that especially if it's pointing you towards something of like, okay, like this literally will not get better unless I take a look, examine this in this way. And I had to ask myself that for something when it comes to like my relationship with food. Um, I don't know if everyone will kind of get this on this level and it's possible that they don't. And if they don't, that's okay. But like something that I had to get really real on with myself was like, okay, when I think about freedom, like what is freedom? Freedom is autonomy. Like freedom is not feeling like something is here or there. Freedom is feeling like you can do without something. And I did still feel like I had a level of like desire, which is nothing wrong with. We all fucking want sweets. We all want all this stuff. But um, a level of like desire for certain things over others as we always will. But in a way where I felt it's not dependent, but like um, you and I both say this and it's not a bad thing. Like always wanting something sweet after dinner or after lunch, like it's not a bad thing. But I didn't want to feel like I need it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I was just like, I want to practice. It's not all the time. It's just different. Like for someone maybe like like Julia, who hasn't had this type of relationship with it before, like it doesn't have that much significance. No. Um, it just is what it is. But yeah. for me, I was like, you know what? I want to intentionally practice, like just doing without sometimes. Like just like telling myself, I can want it and not have it. Or I can want it and like or, or or on the opposite spectrum, Julia knows this, she always tries to feed me vegetables, but like I have such a resistance against them based on like when I used to just eat them fucking plain and gross. Yeah. So even when I have resistance like that, I'm like, you know what? Like I can not want vegetables and I can have them anyway because they're good for me. And like, it's little things that again, have no significance probably to someone else, but to me are genuinely me doing the thing that feels hard for me because it has a greater purpose of like getting to the root of it versus me just being like, you know what, let's ignore this resistance that I have and push it down and like hope it goes away. Right. Totally. No, it's, it's a such similar thing. And I think, you know, anything that you're dealing with in your life, and now I'm talking to you guys audience, like anything that you're dealing within your life, whether it's like, you know, a mental health, if a mental health issue or a relationship issue, an issue at work, like whatever problem or um obstacle you might be facing I challenge you to ask yourself like am I just putting a band-aid on this problem or am I really healing this problem um because I think so often we revert to the resort to the band-aid which of course it's usually easier it's usually a quicker fix yeah Um, but I have felt that every time I do that it just comes back and like that's more frustrating than like taking the time to do it now even though I desperately want the relief of the band for sure and I think that's a really good question to kind of identify because I I think sometimes like sometimes we know and we're like we're just going for the band-aid because it it might be better for us in the moment or feels it but like sometimes I don't think we know like I think there were times where I really convinced myself like that the band-aid was the solution and I don't know that I was like maybe deep down in my gut like Mm -hmm. I knew my bones that I could go a step further but like I think sometimes too a way that I have been trying to think about these things now is like oh like I am the person now that can accept what I actually have to do to get to the root of something and I'm equipped to handle it because of all these other seasons that I've been through and I don't know that I always saw certain things that way but instead of being like fuck I've been avoiding this the whole time I'm like you know what I'm equipped to do it now I know what it is (laughs) I can 
I can handle it. And I think that that might be like a small perspective shift because it does feel like a lot, especially if it's something yeah. that you maybe have been avoiding. But anyway, I think asking yourself, is this, is this the, uh, is this the real solution or is this the best choice or is it a band-aid? I think is a very eye-opening question. And like in the past, when you've thought that the band-aid was the solution, like how, how have you been able to identify that that is actually just a band-aid? Well, honestly, because I think I kept getting stuck in the same patterns, like mm-hmm. no, like that whole thing about insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting yep. a different result. Like, because I kept getting the same results, which was yep. frustration, which was feeling like, like stuck to an mm-hmm. extent. And that aspect of my relationship to like myself, essentially, um, I was, I was like, this, this can't be it. Like, that was the only answer is like, I know that that X level of whether it's peace or whatever exists, and I'm not feeling that right now. So like, what is holding me back right now? If I'm being super real with myself and starting with not judging me (laughs) for being where I am and knowing that like, this is where I am (laughs) and taking that with acceptance and knowing that with intentional effort, it can change. Um, just yeah I forgot what line that I used but um <laughs> I think that's how I knew is I kept ending up in a spot that I didn't love mm-hmm. yeah so <laughs> that's how I knew <laughs> well I hope if anyone is healing something right now that um you know you're not alone and we're all doing our things and all on this journey um and thanks for coming to our therapy session thank you guys um, but is there, before we go, is there anything that you're like, anything that you're like loving right now, whether it's like a book, a podcast, like anything impactful that you feel like has made a positive um, effect on your life recently? Yeah, honestly, it's, <laughs> I don't know if this is necessarily self-development. I think for me, it's actually, so I, I could always recommend a lot of beautiful self-development things that I love. I think sticking to my routines has helped me a lot. However, something that's different for me um, is I've actually been like going out of my way to look for podcasts or things to listen to or music that like are different from what I would do. I feel like over the past couple of weeks, honestly, all of 2023, I've been in like extreme hustle mode. And so it's Chris and he's the person I surround myself with most of the time. Um, and I love him and I love that, but I've been like super work mode turned on no off button. So anyway, um, I've been in the mornings when I normally would listen to something self-development related or do work earlier than I should. Um, I've been like looking for podcasts that like don't, aren't necessarily self-development related. I'll give an example. Um, Josh Peck's podcast, um, what I think his name is Ben. Uh, I think it's called good guys on dear media. Is they're just like silly, goofy friends. Yeah, and, like, I have a mix. About- I have like my self development ones, and I have like yes. my stupid, like giggly squad bitch bible. Like, yes, and I and I don't to be honest. Like, I I'm like almost embarrassed to say that, but like I feel like I if I you need make- a mix. Yeah, and I don't think I let myself do that. Like, I think mm-hmm. if I have the choice between one or the other, I will always do self development, and maybe that's partially because I feel like I should. Um. Okay even if I'm not like consciously thinking about that. But anyway, I liked their podcast a lot. I listened to one um, today that had Hillary Duff on it, which is actually why I ended up there. <laughs> um, yeah. And I just, I think that whether it's a podcast or whether it's something else, we talk about making time for joy, but like making time for play and making time for silly and making time for listening to things other than self-development. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I need those throughout my day a lot of time. Like 
sometimes like the self-development is just too much and you just need something like yeah laugh at or like to be distracted by and that is like totally good too like I think that there is right this like notion of like what you and we even said it before like what you listen to like is part of who you are and like absolutely but that should also be like play and fun and joy and relaxing and like doesn't always need to be um developmental yeah exactly what about you anything you're loving so you love Josh Peck's podcast um, so it's with him and actually with, his name is Ben. He's Claudia Oshry's husband. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, but I only listened to one episode. However, it got me, I'm like, why don't I ever use Apple Podcasts to like suggest all of these different ones? And it got me thinking about just other podcasts I used to listen to, honestly, either even before you and I started ours that were like, so I loved them. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why do I stop? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But I'm- I really like him. I, he's just, fu- he's funny. Yeah, apparently his book is great, too. Oh, okay, amazing. Yeah, Haley suggested it. I know, but I have so many, my book list is so long, it's like absurd. Yeah, <laughs> so I saw this thing, and I was like, oh, Brenda, you have to be better about this. See, another thing. Um, But I was in a little reading kick for a little bit, and then I was like, oh, this is, this isn't, I, I can't focus. <laughs> so I'm trying to to garner the focus to do it. I yeah. just feel like my attention span it's so weird because just do audiobooks I know it's the, it feels weird to say though because I can say my how Ellie that hurts that's I'm not your toy um my attention span is so short but it's crazy because I'm so <laughs> like productive um but I can't like focus like if it's like a video or something it's two seconds and I'm out <laughs> weird so, like sitting still I don't know I'm working on it though no I'm not I'm gonna work on it yeah I just lied to you guys like straight up that's okay you can't you're you're setting the goal you're manifesting it you're yeah (laughs) I will work on it I'm not working on it right now amazing um I know everybody already knows about this but like obviously Jay Shetty's podcast is the best (laughs) on purpose I can't believe you don't listen it's literally so good um and what else am I loving um my journaling so much Mm. like can you believe that like like a year ago or two years ago I was like yeah I started journaling and then I stopped like I hate it I don't like it remember do you remember like literally on this podcast I was like I tried I don't think it's for me and now I have not missed a day it is my favorite part of the day and I literally think that I would be in like such a worse mental place if I were not for my journal wow yep Nathan journaling now like Dude, you really, like, we, we're, we can be so impactful. We really can be. Like, by leading the way, it's really crazy. It's so stupid, but I was thinking about it today where I was like, Chris used to wash, like, I'm not a skincare guru, Julia is, but like, Chris used to wash his body with body soap. And today he asked me, his like, when, oh yeah, his, his face is body soap. <laughs> um, And today he was like, when's our Sephora order coming? And I was like, <laughs> you can change, guys. You can change. <laughs> but it's because like when you do something that you truly love and you really feel the impact with like you want to share it with people and um it's something that's really really impacted me so positively that I'm like everybody needs to judge and it's contagious that's the word it becomes (laughs) contagious yeah it's so true so yeah Jay Shetty my journal and um I'm in the middle of Viola Davis's audiobook and it's excellent love that yes it's not just for actors it's for everybody and she narrates it which like what else could you want wow I loved how a getaway with Murta. Murta. 
Excellent. Okay. Well, um, let us know what you guys are loving right now, whether it be a book, a podcast, a practice. Um, we always love that and we'll like put together a little good list. So like Brenda, we'll put up a thing on Thursday and let us know what you're loving. We want to know. And um, I hope everyone has a great weekend. We love you guys so much. Talk Bye. to you. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.